It seems to be a huge gap between me writing music and then me releasing music and having people hear it, appreciate it and connect with it. So how do I bridge that gap and make a better go at my music? Let's talk about it. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of That Studio. I'm talking to musicians who want to become artists, musicians who want to have a good go at doing music for a living and to do that independently without the labels and without a ton of money. So today we're gonna unpack the five stages an artist goes through. It's pretty much the life cycle of a music artist. Once it finishes, once you get to five, you go back to one and you do it again. So it's actually, I think it's really good to know this because it means that we're all at some point on that journey. We're all at some point in that journey and we're all going to go through all of them. And then the next time around, we can do it better and better and better. But I think this will be helpful to kind of show you what those stages are and just help you identify where you are. And this should help you to be able to plan out your next steps. So what we really want is music to be our job, right? We wonder whether that's really possible or not. People tell us that it's not. Our friends and our family tell us that it's not. We need to get a real job. You need a safety net all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, that's not a bad idea to have a safety net, but what is a bad idea is to not pursue it out of fear or not pursue it out of uh, doubt or worry that it's not going to pay the bills. You should, if you have a desire for it, you should pursue it and chase after it and not feel like you have to squash that and just do that on the weekends or just do that as a hobby because it's not a real job. Man, I'd, if I could just encourage you with one thing that you can chase this and you can make it your job, you can make music your full-time job, man, let's do that. If I could just encourage you to do that, I'd be, I'd be a happy, happy person. So I think we need to be doing the right things. And I think sometimes the wrong thing that we kind of get caught up in is just waiting to be discovered. Just chucking that song out there, chucking up that Instagram post, putting the right hashtags on it, so that that person, whoever that person is, can hear it, love it, and we get taken there. We see like Usher did it with Justin Bieber. We're like, that's how you do it. Or maybe you win that competition, you win the X Factor, and then all of a sudden people know about you, you're discovered. You're the next viral thing, whatever it is. We're just waiting to be discovered, and we think that's, that's the ticket. The difference between me and everyone else is that they're discovered and I'm not. I, I don't know how true that is. I think... I think all those people that have been discovered and have gone on to make it have a system set up underneath them. They know what work is involved and they put that work in. They put it in regularly to be able to make sure that they can sustain the level of success they've got. And we know this is true because there's a ton of artists that have made it, have been discovered, that have won X Factor, whatever. They're famous for about 15 minutes and then they're gone because I don't think they actually know how to be an artist. I don't think they actually know what it takes day in, day out. They probably don't know this life cycle that you've got to go through to improve and to set yourself up as a music artist. So that's what we're going to look at today. And I think that's the best place that we can start. Where are we on this life cycle? What's our next step? Where are we looking towards? What are we working towards? So let's have a look at what that is. Number one, where we've got to start is vision and branding. So this is, let me just read this here. Who are you? What do you stand for? What do you sound like? Who is your audience? What are your goals? What does success look like to you? And what do people think of when they hear you? So if I was to mention a couple of artists to you right now, 
what do you think of? What is their branding? What's their image? What's their look? What's their sound? Who's their audience? Ready? Imagine Dragons. Justin Bieber. Madonna. Uh, Metallica. Elvis Presley. You can kind of, they've got this something about them. They've got an audience. They've got a look. They've got an image. I don't know how much of that is an accident. I think sometimes we can kind of fumble through that and hope that once we're, once we've been doing it, then it will just naturally work out. And that will be just what it accidentally is. Maybe, maybe that happens to a few people, but what if you actually planned that? What if you decided, all right, this is kind of who I am. This is what I believe in. This is what is important to me. This is what I stand for as a musician. And that's what's going to be in my music going forward. This, this kind of uh, expression of who I am is what my music is going to be about. And you walk towards that. So that could be, I mean, if you want to get real into it, it could be colors or fonts or images or styles or that sort of thing. But it could just simply be your genre, your target audience, your sound, your, you know, what your songs are about. And, and generally who is going to be listening to your sound? Are you aiming at uh, teenagers? Are you aiming at mums? Are you aiming at old school rockers? Like where, where is your audience? We kind of can get caught up in kind of leaving this really broad. So oh, I hope, hopefully everyone likes my music. It's very difficult to be an artist that everyone likes and you'll probably be tearing your hair out for your entire music career if you're just trying to make sure everyone likes you. Just figure out what you want to do and then find the audience that will like what you want to do. Does that make sense? So I think this is cool because you can you can do it the first time, obviously come up with your brand and your image and your your sort of vision for what you want to be as an artist the first time. And then the second time, when you go through this cycle and you come back to the start again, then you've got a new album to write. You've got a new direction to walk in. You've just finished your album. You love it. Here's the things that you're going to tweak. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. We're going to tweak this and go in a new direction. I think the best artist for this is Taylor Swift. She seems to reinvent herself every album. She does something that's great and then she gets criticized for it or people love it or she just changes. I don't really know what it is, but she'll kind of rebrand and then go. So if you flick through her Instagram, you can see all the coloring that she uses for that album. And then all of a sudden there's like a switch when you know there's a new album coming because the branding kind of changes, the language changes and she walks in a new direction. So first of all, we're going to set this up, but as we go and develop as an artist, we get back to this cycle and we kind of have another look at it and then we change it, we fix it up, and we move forward again, which I think is really, really cool. The second thing, so once you've got your branding and your vision walked out, the second thing is going to be gigging or performing or rehearsing. In essence, just playing your music. This is a really important part. We figured it out, now we want to play our music. So if we're a solo artist, maybe we're finding musicians to come and play with us, and we're kind of defining our sound by playing by playing together, playing that music. Or maybe we are a solo artist and we're just going to go to some pubs and get some gigs. We're going to get in front of an audience and play our songs so that people can hear them, we can connect with them and we can start to build relationships like that. But we can also build our craft, get better at what we're doing, kind of gain more confidence and play music. We've got to be playing music. Um, If you're in the first 
first time you're going through the cycle, obviously, you know, and I think a lot of you are probably there at the moment. You're doing music, you got a few gigs. That's probably where you are. You're playing, you're building up your reputation, your Instagram following, all that sort of stuff. You're building that. And that's awesome. So that that's great the first time through. The second time through, what you're going to be doing is touring or performing the songs that you've recorded and promoted and people have connected with. They love this song. They'll be able to sing the lyrics along to you. It's really important that you play those songs that you spent so much time setting up that you kind of have embedded in people's hearts and they love that song. You're going to be playing that song to them and connecting and building and nurturing that fan base that you've grown uh, through your performances, as well as developing your craft, growing your sound, all that sort of stuff. You same same as what you would have done the first time around, but this time you're adding an extra layer of connection because you've got an audience that is crying out to hear you live. You know what it's like when you go to see your favorite band. Hey, it's like the holy grail of music when you can be in that room with all those people that love that band and they actually are a couple of meters in front of you singing that song for you. We love that. We love performing. So this is a huge stage. We've got to do this, figure out what we want to do, and then we play our music. So the third stage is songwriting. So this can be, I'll just read this here, writing lyrics, developing chords, adding story, using dynamics, uh, using effective arrangement, all this sort of stuff. There's so many things in songwriting. And when we start out, we just write songs that come to us. We kind of get a melody or maybe we've got a concept if you write the lyrics first and then you kind of put music to that. Songwriting, it's, it's, it's the natural next step. We've been performing. We want to become an artist. We're going to have to write our own songs. We're going to have to be our own artist with our own ideas. So we write songs and that's awesome. This is a huge topic. I'm going to be able to unpack a ton in songwriting. There's so many aspects to it. There's so many layers to to writing good songs. But basically, yeah, the first time you go through this stage, you're going to be writing your first songs. You're going to start defining your first sound. The next time when you come through this, you've written a first album. So you're going to start vision for the new album. You're going to start performing the old album and, and nurturing that relationship. And then you're going to start writing songs for the new album. So it's a natural progression. Stage three of becoming an artist is songwriting, writing your own songs. Maybe this is one thing that you struggle with. Maybe you don't like any of your songs. You're not confident with your songs. You think your songs sound amateur or you're just too nervous to show them to people. I totally get that. I totally get that. Uh, so this is some, this is going to be something that's great for you to kind of unpack songwriting a little bit more. But songwriting is stage three in the life cycle. Stage four, we move on to recording. So you've written these songs, you need to record them. The reason we need to record our songs is so that people can take them and have them when we're not in the room. If you haven't recorded your music, then the only way anyone can ever hear it is by you being in the same room as them. So if you think about your audience size, you're going to have to be booking stadiums to have that many enough people in your room to sustain you as an artist. But if you can record your music, then it's out there. It's, it's an extension of you in people's lounge rooms, in their phone, on the CD player, in their car, wherever it is, your recorded music is kind of that thing that kind of someone can have you with them. They can connect with you at any point and have that, you know, have that experience with your music. So recording is really, really important. And there's a ton of things that you can kind of unpack in recording, which is like pre-production, 
making the most of your recording sessions, working with your engineer or producer, how much of it can you actually do from home pre and post so that you're not paying too much in the studio, all those sorts of things we can unpack a bit further. But the natural progression after you've song after you've song written, the natural progression after songwriting is recording. You've got to record your music. And then the fifth and the final step before we start all this again is promotion. It's growing your audience. It's getting your music out there. It's making sure that everything that you've worked towards actually lands on an audience and grows that audience. So too often we kind of, we write these songs and, and we just, we're presenting them to the same people every time because our audience isn't growing. So our close friends and our family, they love it. They love the music. We might have a couple of hundred people or we might have 40 or 50 people that love our music and it's the same people every time. It's because we're not promoting it properly. We're not actually pushing it out there. And all these things that we've done before just make this process so much easier. So if you've got vision, then you know who your audience is. You know what your sound is so you can promote to a specific person rather than everyone. Um, if If you've been gigging and you've been building an audience through gigging and doing performances, then you've got an audience that are waiting and ready to hear you. If you've got really good songs, then your promotion is just so much easier because when that person hears it for the first time, they like it because it's good. And then if you've done a good recording, obviously it's going to also help when they hear it, they like it and they can go, oh, this, this is a professional sound. This is the real deal. This artist is actually the real, you know, this isn't, I thought this was just old mate from down the street, but this is an actual real artist here. All those things make it easier for a promotion, but promotion is really about uh, getting outside of yourself and just pushing it. So honestly, this is my biggest struggle with any music that I've done in the past or even um, just with the studio in general is just promotion because we don't, a certain person does, but it's really hard to just talk about yourself all the time. This is me. Have a listen to this. This is me. Do you like this? Do you like this? Comment on this. This is my new... It's really hard and we feel like we're bugging people all the time to listen to our stuff or we're bugging people with the same posts over and over. So promotion is really hard. So I want to talk about making that easier. Like what what sort of posts should we be doing? When when are we doing call to action posts like go and listen to this versus posts like this is what I did today. This is where I'm up to. So all that sort of stuff is there's a lot of layers in promotion that I want to unpack Um, further and further through these episodes. But for now, we need to know that promotion is a huge stage and we can't really leave it off. If we leave off promotion, then everything we've done up until this point is a waste of time. We've got these great recordings that are going to sit in a box in the shed. Uh, We've got these great recordings that are going to be on Spotify and get three or four listens a year when we remember that we recorded it and we play it again. They're not going to go anywhere. So we really need to make sure this is an active part of our lifestyle, promoting our music. So as you can imagine, none of this works, or I think it makes it really difficult anyway, if you skip one of these steps. If you don't do vision, then you're just really, really aimless for the rest of it. And you're just fumbling along, uh, doing it as it comes up. And I think we as humans just need to know that what we're investing in, like what we what we like is planned and it's not just frivolous. I think that's true. Anything that you're like, if you go into a business and they're just kind of winging it, 
you'll probably go next door to the other business that is managing it well and that knows where they're going and what they're doing. It's just kind of human nature. We want to make sure that the person that we like knows what they're doing. So don't be an artist that doesn't know what you're doing and is just going with the flow and hoping that people will like whatever you decide to chuck out this week. Uh, if we're not gigging, we're not going to be getting, we're not going to be growing that audience. If we're not songwriting, then we're really limited in who is going to like us. And you can be, you can be a cover band. And I think there's, I love cover bands. I've got a YouTube channel that just does covers. I think there's a spot for it. There's a place for it. But if you want to be an artist full time, you've got to be writing your own song. So that's an important stage. You've then got to record those. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, you're only going to be limited to the people that you can be in a room with. So that makes all your performances or your tours or anything really, really small if you can't get recorded music out there. And finally, if we're not promoting it, nobody knows about it and the whole thing was a waste of time. So uh, this is really an opener for what this whole podcast is going to be about. I'm going to be unpacking these five stages in a lot of detail and then specific things within those stages I'm going to unpack even further. So I just want to encourage you in that, hopefully that you can listen to to this episode today and just figure out which of those stages you're in, which of those five stages are you in? Have you been through all of them before and now you find yourself on round two or three, but you need to improve, you need to do it better. Or maybe you're just starting out and you're wondering, where should I start? Start at step one, figure out what you want to do, figure out your sound, your audience, kind of do a bit of branding for yourself and and decide on a direction. Or maybe if you're songwriting, you need to start looking at when are you going to record your music. Uh, so all these all these things, I hope that has encouraged you today. It's definitely not too late to start. Wherever you are at this stage, it's not too late to fix up your journey. It's not too late to start and to make a real goal of it. So I'm going to be just in your corner weekly. I'm going to be encouraging you weekly with these short, short podcasts, short videos, about 15 to 20 minutes, long enough for you to just sit down over breakfast and watch it or chuck it on on your way to and from work on that Monday and just have a weekly encouragement. I find podcasts that I plug into weekly with topics that I'm passionate about just gives me a spark and gives me just that motivation that I need to keep going and to keep pushing and to make the most of it. And I I hope that this can do the same thing for you. I'm going to bring that to you each and every week and just continue to encourage you in that. So if you like this video, if this kind of resonated with you at all, give the video a like. Uh, Why don't you comment your biggest struggle for me? Which of these five stages have you kind of neglected and need to uh, pick up a bit more? And, And what is something specific that I can actually help you with? Which one of these things would you like to know more about? And I can go into more depth and help you out with that. So uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel as well so you know what's coming up. I'm going to do a ton of episodes. I've got so much uh, content to talk through about becoming an artist, so that's really exciting. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this little podcast. Just If you could give me a quick review, that really helps me and helps the platforms know that uh, this is something that people are listening to, they're enjoying, and that will help me out as well. If you're watching on Instagram or Facebook, I'm not going to be posting on here very much. So I think your best bet is to jump over to YouTube and subscribe on there or find it on the podcast app. You just need to search Dot of That Studio or From Musician to Artist. That's all from me today. In the meantime, make some music this week and we'll talk again soon.